You're listening to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast. We're the business development resource for group practice owners, where we talk candidly about business ownership and leadership. From practice building tips to live coaching to real talk episodes with other group practice owners, we're the resource you've been looking for to help you grow your group practice. I'm your host, group practice owner and entrepreneur, Maureen Werbach. This episode is sponsored by Therapy Notes. Therapy Notes is an online EHR, practice management, and billing software designed for mental health professionals. Therapy Notes has everything you need to manage patient records, schedule appointments, create rich documentation, and bill insurance right at your fingertips. They offer free and unlimited live support seven days a week. Their streamlined software is accessible wherever and whenever you need it. To get two free months, go to www.therapynotes.com forward slash r forward slash the group practice exchange. Need a new accountant or bookkeeper? Meet Green Oak Accounting, an accounting firm that works specifically with private practices. They do all of your accounting needs from budgeting to accounting to bookkeeping and payroll to building your dashboard. On top of that, they can help you set up your profit first systems. Go to greenoakaccounting.com and mention the Group Practice Exchange for $100 off your first month. Today I want to talk about something that I think we all can relate to, and that's issues that come up when we try to step away from our work so that we can allow for time for rest and recovery. I know many of us talk about this issue where we have a difficult time actually being away from our business, right? We might go on vacation or go away for a weekend trip and still be checking our phones, uh, doing work. Um, And not that a workcation isn't fun because uh, as many of you might know, I love going away and getting out of my normal elements to really dive deep into work and get things done while I'm away. But I'm talking about those times where you're actually wanting rest and recovery, where you're thinking ahead of time, this is going to be the time where I don't do work. And the story is told over and over again by all of us where we think we're going away, where we can rest and recover, spend time with family and not do work. And what happens? We end up doing work. We end up getting called by our clinicians or our staff. We end up having a client who calls and has a crisis that they need support with. And so I want to talk about eliminating that. And there's a few things um, that I think are are. A great thing to think about when we're planning a trip away or a weekend away or just a day off where we're not focusing on work. And I'm also going to talk a little bit about a story where recently where I planned rest and recovery and that didn't happen and what got in the way of that. So one of the things, there's five things that I think we can think about um, that Tim Ferriss talks about in his book. Um, and that I added to, and that's the idea of eliminating, simplifying, delegating, and automating things. And I'm going to add boundaries to that. And so if we think about the idea of eliminating and just for the sake of going away for a short trip away for rest and recovery, whether that's to your cabin, whether that's just turning off technology in your house and actually uh, focusing on family and doing fun things in the house, whatever that looks like for you. So let's think of a weekend away. Eliminating is the first thing that is really important to think about and I didn't do. And when I think of eliminating, at least for the in the sense of a trip away, is 
making sure that you're not adding things to your plate before time off. I don't know if you've done this before, but I've done this plenty of times is right before I'm about to go away the week before I want to feel really productive so that I don't have anything to do on the weekend. But what I end up doing is I'm adding all the things that I haven't yet done ideas that I haven't yet even thought of getting done. And I try to get them done the week before, right? So you might have a big idea and you get excited for the thought of being away that you decide to tackle on a big project. Eliminate any big projects. Don't start anything new. Don't plan anything grand or or large right before a trip. Because what that's going to do is nine times out of 10, you're not going to get it done before your trip, or you're not going to have pulled all the processes out of it so that not only is it completed, but someone else can continue on with that project when you're gone. So the best thing you can do is think of not adding to your plate before a trip. Take what you already have and start eliminating those things, but don't add to your plans the the week or two weeks before you're planning on going away. The next thing is simplifying. And when I think of simplifying, I think of who is doing what. One of the things that I see that's really common for group practices is that there's a lot of different hats that we wear, right? There's HR-related things. There's onboarding. There's supervision. There's client-related issues. There's staff-related issues. There's financial things. There's a lot that can happen. Clinicians getting locked out of the office back when you know, we were in the offices, clinicians having issue with issues with telehealth or their computers not working. And think of who do, can we make sure no, the staff knows they should go to for those issues. So there's a two piece to this, right? There's delegation, which is ensuring that there are people that can handle those issues when they do come up and that you're not the decider. If we think of Mike McAllowitz's book, Clockwork, he talks about the difference between being a decider and being a delegator, right? The decider is a person who hands things off to other people, but at the end of the day, those people have to come back to you every time they complete a task related to the thing you gave them so that you can check off that it's good or not good and then you know give them something else to do. That's a decider, right? You're not really delegating. You're still a part of the process. Uh, being a, dis- Delegating something to someone means that that person not only is doing the tasks, but they're owning the outcome of those tasks, when they don't go well, when something goes wrong, they don't come back to you to fix it or to tell them what they should do to to fix the problem. They're um, being proactive. They're being accountable to finding out what the problem is, what they did wrong, rectifying that, and then moving on. That's true delegation. So um, as part of the process of delegation, though, you need to make sure that you're simplifying the process and, and not our own internal processes. I'm talking about the processes that your staff has for when they have an issue, who are they going to? A lot of times you might have staff in leadership who are in charge of certain things. I don't know about you, it happens quite often where they staff might bypass the person, their supervisor um, or the practice manager to and go straight to you when they get locked out of the office or when they have um, an issue that to them seems bigger than what they're uh, leader or their uh, supervisor might know how to deal with. And they might just bypass that and think, this is a bigger problem. This is probably a problem for the group practice owner, right? Making sure that 
You've made the process really simple for your whole staff and for your clients on who do they go to when you're gone. And that's something that you set up ahead of time and then something that you bring up every time you're about to go away. Maybe as an email reminder to your team of, I'm, I'm going to be out. Um, even the process of letting people know that you're gone will reduce the amount of times that they reach out to you. There might be people that still reach out, but you're going to get less of it letting them know that. And so when you simplify the process of who they go to for which problems and then outline that and send that off to them before you go on a trip every time as a reminder, hey, don't bother me, you're going to see a reduction in people coming to you. And I want to add to that process, what happens with the big stuff? Are you wanting them to reach out to you if there's a big, big thing that happens in your group practice or with a client? And think about when would you want to be interrupted? And if it's not at all, not even if the building's burning down, then you make sure that you have someone that can handle what happens when the building's burning down. Or if it's, I only want to be interrupted if A or B happens, who is in charge of most of the big things right below A and B and let them know, I only want you to come to me if A and B happen while I'm gone, okay? Um, and then the last part is, the, uh, is automating. Um, and I'm thinking in a very simple term, I'm not thinking, uh, automation in the sense of like the whole business. I'm only talking about eliminating, simplifying, delegating, and automating when you're going away for a short trip. And with automation, I'm thinking of like a simple autoresponder, right? So that people, when they do reach out to you, get that second reminder that you are not available and you are not going to answer because I don't know about you. There have been plenty of times where I know that people knew I was away, but they sent an email and I didn't have an autoresponder. And then I was like, I don't know if they remember that I'm gone. And if I don't answer, are they going to think I'm ignoring them or not doing my job or not being a good leader? And so even a simple process of having an autoresponder will make a big difference because you can remind yourself, hey, they got that reminder that I'm not actually in. So if they forgot and they sent the email, now they remember and they're not going to expect anything different. My financial planner, Mary Beth, does an amazing job with autoresponders. I don't know how many times I've emailed her when she's gone. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. She's gone. Um, so I, I send her an email asking her to send me some of her best autoresponders because she does a really great job with them. Um, and it's, I, I think, a great way to for people who feel the need to get responses right away. It's a great reminder that it's okay for, for your person to have time off or the person that you're emailing to have time off. So one of hers is, I'm out of the office through July 3rd for the holidays in our house. The holidays equals preschool being closed for two weeks. Send happy thoughts for survival and rest. Um, in an effort to be truly present with family, I'll be pretty unreachable throughout this time and will respond to emails when I return. And then she has a little clause of if this is an emergency, who to reach out to. Um, another one is, hi there. Thank you for your email. I'm out of the office for a family trip and likely in the midst of yelling, no running by the pool to a four-year-old and one-year-old. And if I'm lucky, lucky, I do have a fruity beverage in my hand. I will respond to client emails upon my return on 8-16. And then another little, um, you know, who to reach out to if you're in crisis or if there's a bigger issue. And so I love these because not only are they fun, um, and every time I get them, I think, oh, yeah, I, I totally don't want you to answer my email. I want you to be, you know, chasing your kids around a pool or, you know, drinking your your fruity beverage, whatever that is. Um, and so that's a great way to ensure that even if people didn't pay attention to you when you mention that you're 
you know, going out of town, they get that reminder when they send that email or send that text message. Um, and then the last piece is boundaries. Uh, I know I'm going through this quickly. I just want to touch on, on these topics, but I could go into, you know, whole trainings on just eliminating or simplifying or delegating or automating. Boundaries is the last one I'm adding to this. And this is something that I've personally struggled with. Even though I have a great system in place, I my processes are simple. I delegate pretty much everything that I don't want to do um, and automate is, is boundaries. The turning off notifications or turning off apps when you're out of town, um, having a, a sub, like a substitute. Um, I know for me specifically, I don't see clients, so I don't have issues related to clients uh, reaching out for crises when I'm gone. And I don't have issues with staff in my group practice. They know who to reach out to. We have a good system of a leadership team where staff knows who to go to. Um, for me, it's and it's something that I'm working on myself is how to how to truly be able to be away and step away from the group practice exchange because it's just me. You know, I have VAs and, and a, a team of people who are doing things behind the scene, but most group practice owners who are in the Facebook group or a part of my membership or who listen, um, you know, I'm the person that does everything. And so I'm realizing this in how do I translate over what I've done in my group practice and as a group practice owner, which is such a big struggle for so many of us that I've been able to do really well. Um, I honestly feel like I could go away for a vacation for a year and my leadership team will have it going totally fine. Um, and it's my little group practice exchange business that I'm now focusing on. How do I ensure that I can actually have rest and recovery when, uh, when I want it? Um, and I, like I mentioned earlier, I recently had an incident where I realized I don't have my process set up very well for the group practice exchange. I recently bought a summer home, um, in Saugatuck, Michigan, a few weeks ago, and we're in the process every weekend so far of going up there and just updating it, um, you know, fixing things up at the house and just trying to enjoy the last couple of decent weeks before it gets really cold. And I realized that um, not last weekend, but the weekend before, I, um, you know, had crises in the Facebook group. And even though I have moderators and even though I have, I pay admins who um, are in there Monday through Friday also moderating, it doesn't really cover the weekends. And, um, you know, it's hard because other people have rest and recovery on the weekends as well. And I realized that I need to set up a better system that allows me uh, to be able to actually take time off from, from this business and that's the process I'm going through, whether it's turning off notifications or apps, which I know is a big issue for um, business owners and leadership in general. Even if you have your systems in place in your group practice, getting being in this habit of just numbing yourself or tuning into apps like Facebook or Twitter or TikTok or whatever it is that people are using, it's taking time away from rest and recovery. I know it feels like rest and recovery. Maybe, you know, mindlessly scrolling through Facebook, but, you know, as most of us know these days, these apps are um, sucking out uh, our, you know, emotional juices, you know, with all of the crap that they're putting out there. And so part of rest and recovery is being able to get off of those, whether it's turning off notifications or deleting the apps altogether for the weekend, Um really making it hard for you to work, whether that's removing technology completely from the house or the place that you're going, 
Um, that can be something that's really helpful and making sure that you have a schedule. This is what I do. And it helps kind of ease my anxiety about actually taking time off is making a schedule for when you return to work. And so if I think, oh my gosh, you know, I'm not working right now this weekend and there's so many things that are piling up. I make a list of what things might be coming up while I'm gone. And I make a schedule for how I'm going to tackle those things as soon as I return. So it feels like I have a plan for the things that I actually want to be dealing with on the weekend. Um, And that is one of the ways that helps me really rest and recover. And so I hope you guys are able to rest and recover, whether it's for a day, for a weekend, for a week, for a month, for a year. Um, Think about the things relating to eliminating things off of your plate before you go, simplifying the process for your team and for your clients. Who do they go to when you're gone and making sure that they actually know who those people are, making sure you're not being the decider, but actually delegating things to your team and then making sure that they know when you're gone Um, when are they supposed to reach out to you? At what crisis point are they allowed to reach out to you so that they don't come to you when they think that there's a crisis, but it really isn't, or it's something that you think that could have waited till Monday. And then automating, whether that's by putting uh, an auto responder email and text message together so that as soon as people message you, that's what they get. And then boundaries, setting boundaries, and that's just for yourself. So I hope you have a good Monday and, um, Start planning that time away where you actually get time away. Thanks for listening to the Group Practice Exchange podcast. Like what you heard? Give us five stars on whatever platform you're listening from. Need extra support? Join The Exchange, a membership community just for group practice owners with monthly office hours, live webinars, and a library of trainings ready for you to dive into. Visit www.members.thegrouppracticeexchange.com forward slash exchange. See you next week.